Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Uluani Femi. I'm Jim Gosrim. And I'm Bolu. Yeah, Bolu, welcome back. Thank you. How Thank was you your so trip? Uh, it was fine. To the Asian city. Yeah, it was lovely. It was lovely. It was nice to I see didn't bring anything. Again. Come back. No problem, no problem. <laughs> I see you, <laughs> I see you. Yeah, so it's it's been an animated week. A lot of things happening in the country. And uh, we've been arguing here in the studio for almost an hour before we started recording. <laughs> talking about Nigeria and the problems and when an you got an adulthood yes and this scam and all this scam <laughs> but on underneath everything we just know that it's money money is the main crux of the issue there's money almost of the we don't even have time to be arguing telling <laughs> spending money and all of that right and yeah talking about money i'm here money is flowing again they said it was dried up but i'm here money is flowing into the ecosystem mm-hmm. Rainy season is back. Rainy season is back. Well, these rains have been terrible. But <laughs> yeah, Chingozim. Yes. So please, if if we need to take it out with a pinch of salt, let's let, let us know. Well, I don't know. You um, so you listen to this podcast and then you make up your mind, um, jump to any conclusions that you like. Uh-uh. But <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we are discussing earlier today. And Bolu was commenting that um, looks like funding stories are like are coming adults back to back, and it's because uh, I don't know, but for a while it, look, it looked like nobody was announcing their raises, and in the context of a global downturn in VC funding, I guess the question is: Are African startups actually feeling it? This is probably two or three months since we start hearing whispers of. Um, reduced funding or something so i don't know there's really no indication others are laying off but we've not really heard of an african startup that has laid off stuff and we can't also assume that nobody's doing that according to it i saw this a lot of people are actually doing it but it's like flying under the radar mm. maybe not a lot but like some people are doing it but it's flying under the radar so this week um since in the last one week, we've had about um, seven startups raise an, a combined $78.2 million. And um, that's actually impressive when you consider that mm. parts, other parts of the world have, they've had like reduced funding in Q1 2022. Mm. Okay. Um, Europe, um, US, Asia, they've had less money coming into the ecosystem. So the only two guys are, are still standing strong is Africa and Latin America. So according to Africa, the big deal, a new monthly record has been set all through 2022. Oh. So um, January 2022 has been the best January ever since we started recording um, funding in Africa. So... January 2021 was definitely not better than January 2022, January 2020, January 2019, 2018, and all. It has been, it hasn't been as good as January 2022. So, um, those are like things to be, let's say, excited about because it looks like these things are not happening. But something is curious there. Nigeria, Kenya, Egypt, South Africa, they are like the major people Mm -hmm. that get this funding. But Kenya and Egypt have experienced significantly more growth than Nigeria. So Kenya has had um, 
436% growth in VC funding coming to them. Mm-hmm. Egypt is like second with 212%. And our dear giant of Africa has just 154%. They are growing, but for a country that was the top destination for VC funding, mm-hmm. for has still the top um, destination for VC funding, that, that I think is low. I don't know. Some people may have a different opinion. Mm. I, I think it's lower. So you're saying Nigeria may no longer be the top destination for VC funding? Yes, in 2022. I think it, I, that's what it's looking like. I mean, you're not growing as fast as other people. Um, so there's the argument to be made that um, you've led the way and um, sustaining that, that growth might be a bit difficult. But these guys are coming up and they are not just... Um, it's not like it's slight changes. They're making serious changes. So... There's an argument to be made that we've had um, less money coming into Nigerian startups. And I don't know if there's any relation to the fact that this is 2022, <coughs> just um, six or six, seven or eight months before the election. Before the election. So are investors worried? Are they yeah. holding back their checks and all? Hmm. That maybe they're being cautious or something? Well, yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I think now two things are standing out. I mean, uh, this week we saw Head Tracker raising um, 1.5 million million dollars. That's massive. And for a health tech startup and for a woman-led startup, right? Mm. So, but I think at this point, while we're celebrating the little wins we're seeing, we should be a little bit more critical about the funding news in the ecosystem. I mean, the ecosystem has reached that point where, okay, you've raised money, so what? Mm-hmm. Now we should actually seriously start interrogating that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, I think that's something we're going to start addressing. For instance, mm-hmm. you, you say Egypt has witnessed growth, yeah. but how many of those Egyptian startups are really African startups? Mm. Okay. That, that's Most of them are mostly focused on East Africa, uh, middle, the Middle East, right? Yeah. Uh, Kenya, okay, Kenya is great, and um, but how many of those startups would you call African startups? <laughs> and I'm not going to go there I'm because we have to define what an African startup is, yes, yes, yes. So I'm not going to even go there at all. And uh, yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting conversation. And in the f- next few months, in the next few weeks, you should start seeing a shift in tone to our approach. I mean, we've largely ignored funding news. In recent podcasts, so mm. I think we should change. Yes. People are still excited about funding news, are we? Okay, yeah. let's let's just let's just take a different approach to it. Because Why everybody thinks um, the moment the the fact that you're raising money is like really good news, and yes, it is. I mean, if you're raising money, it means you're you're able to sell a very good story to someone. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter how wrong that story is, but yeah, you're able to sell um, sell a very good story to someone so oh. we now have to find out okay you've sold the story but what's what was the content of that story and is this something you can actually do so oh, so fundraisings are mostly the validation of successful storytelling exactly. yeah i saw it tweet this model. morning hmm. about uh, uh, like because the thing is um I, I don't know we do we do pitch friday every week right Sorry, every month, every month, I said every week. We do Pitch Friday once a month, right? Yes. And we get to see at least two startup founders pitch. And some people pitch and everybody in the room is so animated. Others pitch and you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? 
right? So now that's you who who doesn't have to commit his money. Mm-hmm. You're not interested. But some people pitch and then you're on the edge of your seat. You want to ask them questions. You want to you want to know what they are doing. So I'm imagining it's the same for investors. They may they may claim to be very rational people, but we know that humans are not that rational. So the ability to tell them something nice, tell them a very nice story could actually help you a lot. So yeah, it's it's important that we actually look at it. There's this thing I've seen some people do. They like explore pitch decks mm-hmm. of startups. Fortunately, nobody will give you that pitch deck in this country. <laughs> I would love to see what is on their pitch deck. Like, what the hell do you tell these investors? Hmm. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. I would actually love to see what is on Elon Musk's pitch deck. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there's nothing. It's actually a Google is Doc. Name? Is his Google Doc. What is there is his name? Like, yes. what Elon is he Musk. telling his investors at every quarterly meeting or annual general meeting? Do, have you met His Twitter followers are growing. Oh, come on. Nice. <laughs> I mean that's that's a that's a, a valid KPI. A valid KPI. What 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 is he telling? How how is he communicating with his board and telling them that okay, Tesla stock crashed this week, oh boy, it's not because of my tweet. How does he want to communicate <laughs> that? He uses iMessage. He uses yeah. text to them. I, I hope I hope it's not the same way he communicates with his Twitter followers. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's not the same. It, it, it's not the same. He has to probably bring them inside a WhatsApp group and then he now does broadcast messages. I'll be like, <laughs> guys, this is what you've achieved. Like, uh, <laughs> no, but I, okay, if you're listening and you're wondering why we are creeping about Elon Musk, if you're a crypto trader or a crypto startup in Africa, somehow, somehow, even though there should be no effect, somehow, somehow, Elon Musk's tweets affect you. Yes. So it Bolo. affects it affects us. It affects Bolu's <laughs> networks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, Elon Musk is back back at it again. It's it's not a new thing for Elon Musk to give his one or two cents. Is it even one or two cents? He says a lot about cryptocurrencies, which you know in the end usually really affects those cryptocurrencies. <laughs> so what what he's doing now is now saying he's still committed to Dogecoin. But before 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 we continue, I, I think you know we need we need uh, a moment of silence. You know, observe a moment of silence for the crash crypto crash. Why? Because <laughs> about you guys that occurred last weekend, it was people crazy. are traumatized yes, already. It was it was it was crazy. So book. no no one are even so quiet today. I, w- I wanted to ask you if you're okay. If I'm not book, <laughs> book therapy. I'm not. Uh, yeah, but but so Elon Musk is now. What's going on? What's mm-hmm. going on? Elon Musk is saying he is committed to Dogecoin. So if you remember, Elon Musk has always been a big fan of Dogecoin. Okay. And he has been tweeting a lot, saying a lot about it. Mm. But in recent times, we've not really heard him say so much. But now he's coming out saying he's still committed to it. And he's even saying he's buying Dogecoin. Okay, so how does it affect crypto traders? All right. Street? So... In the history of Elon Musk talking about cryptocurrencies, something always happens. Though I would say the effect of his tweets on cryptocurrencies have reduced, but with this recent one he did, there was actually a 25% jump in the price of Dogecoin. And that was after a 30% drop last last weekend. Mm. So the interest another but I think the most interesting part about this story is the fact that 
he was just slammed with a 258 billion naira lawsuit. Naira or dollar? Dollars. Okay. 258 billion dollars lawsuit. Okay. In naira, that's around uh, 171 trillion naira. All right, you didn't need to mention the naira, <laughs> but yeah, you actually need to mention it for our audience. Bro. Yes, yes, he was slammed with that lawsuit, and he was. It was for the same reason. It was because of what he's doing now. Now he's talking about. I'm still on the Dogecoin bandwagon. Mm. He's doing all that, and the person that slammed him with the lawsuit was saying, "He's filing this lawsuit because Elon Musk told me about Dogecoin. <laughs> told me Dogecoin is good. I lost money on Dogecoin. Elon Musk, has to, <laughs> Elon Musk has to pay. But it's really funny, and I, I, I don't know. It's hard to take the lawsuit seriously. It's an interesting story, but it's yeah. hard to take it seriously. I mean, so, 258 billion dollars is, is Elon Musk even that rich? Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so but I think the main thrust of this story now I'm looking at it is my faith in the crypto market mm. got really, really, really shaky. Shaky when I started saying that one individual could influence what happened <laughs> in an entire market. Yeah, I mean, in, yeah. in a decentralized market, in a decentralized market, like so, <clears throat> one individual, two individuals, yes. once one person says, "Oh, I'm pro crypto." The market goes up. Mm-hmm. Once another person says, "Oh, I'm not doing crypto again," the market goes down, and the market has gone so down. And I think, of course, it's not just unique to crypto. Yeah. The entire stock market is actually crashing. Yes. But companies are now laying off. Coinbase laying off thousands of staff. Yes, um, crypto.com. Yes, so the same thing. The, if the market is dep- is so volatile, and for the fact that okay, people's livelihood mm-hmm. could be dependent on someone's tweet. Hmm. Okay. The, the the answer to I that. I need to get. To, I really need to get to that level. Like, imagine me wiping out ten percent from your network just because I tweeted. <laughs> ah, yeah, you sound yeah. like there's levels yeah. to this power. Why, why are I you like, this proud? I like using. No, no, it's something like somebody that if he has small power like this. I will I'm use it anyhow. You. you people oh will not be god. working on the same road with me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Uh, just just in case you are listening to this, in case Jim Gozim comes out to vie for any political position, we will not endorse you. Please. Don't endorse we me. We won't endorse him. Uh, is 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 Elon Musk running for presidency? Thank God. And he's still doing that. Okay. This podcast is on the internet. <laughs> internet the, he never forgets. Exactly. Yeah. So to, to your question about how you know some individuals can easily affect you know what happens in the crypto market my i like using an explanation by um quidax ceo um, butio guru when he says that the reason why the crypto market is the way it is is because it's actually a very small asset class so imagine the crypto market as a bucket right it's a bucket you put if you put water in a bucket and then um say someone of say you put a baby inside a bucket the water rises Mm-hmm. Right, if you put if you if you put an adult in that bucket, the water will even ri- will, will rise easily even more, mm-hmm. and then you start seeing the water. But then once the adult comes out of it, the level drops. Right, that's the crypto market. For other kind of asset class, say the stock market, it's more like a swimming pool or even an ocean. If you throw a a whole, an adult human being inside it, it really has no effect. Really, right? yeah. I mean, yeah, individuals them. can come together, right, mm. to manipulate the stock market. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's, that has that, happened. That happens. That's happened. That a lot. happened. Yeah, so during the 
Yeah, there was, there actually happened when some guys on Reddit. On Reddit, yeah. Yes, actually, um, they did the they did the investors who shorted GameStop stock. They did them really bad, you know. <laughs> yes, we've seen that happen before, but it's it's it takes a lot more when it comes to stocks stock market. It takes a lot more because the crypto market now the crypto market entire market cap is less than a trillion dollars. The stock market is way, 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 way greater, right? So in situations like that, you have, and most people in the crypto market are actually retail investors. Retail investors are not as knowledgeable. They are not. You don't have that much experts in this space. And then it's not. not again, it's not. It's not a space that you can really, you know, do your um, fundamental analysis and this and get sometimes you get it wrong it's, it has not become as one regulated as the stock market it has not become as is a lot more volatile so it's actually easier for few people to be able to control it either controlling it with their influence or controlling it with their money and when and then when they control with their influence they're influencing people like me Emmanuel to go and buy and then when (laughs) and then when we do that in in numbers in good numbers the you see crypto prices start going up right Mm -hmm. and then when maybe one big man does one twenty billion dollars somewhere decide to just enter one market. The stock market the crypto market will go up. If it comes out it crashes. everybody everybody will cry. Okay. Right? So I think that's the best way to explain why the crypto market is easily controlled. Well someone can just do something, say something and everybody start jumping up. Okay. Yeah I think it makes sense. Um thinking about it, I think in this instance, if you're a CEO or a co-founder and you're listening to this podcast, and you should rapidly realize that this is not just limited to Elon Musk. The stuff you put on the internet mm-hmm. actually affect how people perceive your business yeah. and business uses support. And the more your followers increase, the more you need to be more deliberate about how you communicate with your audience. Exactly. And the more you need to actually control you have to be more deliberate of, about how your employees communicate with your audience and prospective customers. Everybody could be a customer. They could actually play a role in the success or downfall of your business. Mm. So if you actually want to learn how to use stellar and effective communication technologies to scale your business, both internally and externally, everything that has to do with communications, the entire spectrum, join us at the Tema Elevate conference on July 23rd for conversations, really, really solid conversations that will reshape the way we do business. So yeah, that's that's actually wanted to point out and put it out there, right? Mm-hmm. So join us at the Tema Elevate conference. It's Tema Elevate 1.0, July 23, and we'll be putting a link in the description for you to register. Now, yeah, so Bolu, thank you very much. I don't have much to drag for you today. You've been, <laughs> you've been surprisingly objective. Yes, yes. You've been I, surprisingly objective about the crypto market, but I still think that, we are wasting our again. time. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So you guys are thinking, yeah. I like the balance. Yeah, you know, everything everything that is happening right now is is actually to me. I think it's a testament to the fact that growth growth in the crypto market is actually occurring. <laughs> people <laughs> might people might see it as you know something crazy, something weird. 
But I, I actually, actually think it's a sign oh, of this growth. This guy is here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, me, I'm still waiting for Bitcoin to reach 2,000 so I can top up. No. $1,000. Buy the deep. On the deep, deep I, I rebuke it. $100 in the bar. $100, yeah. Just top up from there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are wicked. I feel use my house rent. Yes. You just use, <laughs> you you just use suicide note everywhere. <laughs> suicide note everywhere. Come on. Um, don't worry. There are startups for you now. You do mental health. Um, yeah, <laughs> you do therapy, right? <laughs> and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But think about it. If I was a startup founder, I'll be in crypto, Discord channels, Telegram. I can be plugging in my services. Mm. Colors for mental health therapy. <laughs> now, this is free marketing advice. I would advise that you take it very seriously. Yeah, effective communication. Yes. So, um, there are so many, many things to talk about here. And we have to pick one. And I have to pick one that concerns a lot of people. Way more people than the crypto market. <laughs> way more people. I'm sorry. Which is the entertainment industry. Ah, dear Nollywood. Amazon is making some interesting moves. That is reminiscent of what Netflix has done in the past. So Chingozim has more details. Oh, yes. So Amazon was okay. They've gotten. It. They are gradually getting into Nigeria, but um, they they want to show like they want to put their money where their mouth is. That's how you say it, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so they want to put their money where their mouth is, and they are basically backing local um, local production. So um, they've gotten they've gotten into a deal with a local company. I'm trying to pronounce their name. Um, Nemcia Films. Nemcia Films. Okay. So they've got they they've signed a deal, a slate deal with them. So basically, um, they'll be financing some of their de- um, some of the some of their movies about four movies, and um, these these movies are expected to be produced. The production process should start um, sometime this year. And drawn until next year, so um, by Q1 2023, the first of those movies should be out in the cinemas. So um, I think we spoke about Amazon getting into the e-commerce market in Africa a few days ago, and now they are getting into the entertainment industry. Um, Netflix has been there for a while. Yeah. Um, who else? But um, Amazon has had eyes in Nollywood. For I think a bit. since yes, yeah, since like mm. past six months. Okay. Like December, it was signed. Uh, they signed a deal with Inkblot. Okay. Is another um, local production company. Yeah. Then a month later, in January, it was Antio. Yeah. Antio also produces movies that have gone. I had to be published on Netflix. Yeah. So yes, I think Amazon is yet to run after Netflix. Mm. I think the steps that Netflix took first was acquiring Nigerian uh, um was in a wedding party. What's in wedding no um what's this like, movie again? Genevieve's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lionheart. Yeah, yes, Lionheart. yes, Lion acquiring Lionheart before going ahead to mm-hmm. be fully part of the originals of you yeah. get oh, okay. so but amazon is going the different route, the like yeah it's going to the source i think i don't know netflix is not popular for it, it, it sorry netflix is popular not mm-hmm. for the sake of it it's actually popular a lot yeah. of people that actually are exposed to to streaming online 
yeah. goes through Netflix. I don't know mm, Amazon wants to do this. I've never thought of having an Amazon Prime account before. That's because there was no Amazon. Like they didn't have a serious presence. So unlike the e-commerce market where they are coming to fight established players, mm-hmm. we can't say that Netflix is an established player in the market because when you're you, when you're practically the only person, you're not exactly an established player. Um, how many people can we say have a um, Netflix account in Nigeria? So there's a large market. Oh, oh no, okay. There's yeah. a large market of people that would have had Netflix account if they had the money. The money. Exactly. Yes. So it's not as if Netflix is not popular or people don't want to be on Netflix. People that mm. share accounts, that share passwords is because they really that wanted happened. to use Netflix but they don't have the money. Mm. You get. Yeah. So Amazon coming in now, it's not as if the the market the market's demography or the market's capabilities have changed. Mm. You get that's an important point. Exactly. So I don't know if Amazon has capability to actually drag audience with Netflix. I don't even think it's a case of dragging audience with Netflix. I think it's a it's a case of Netflix. So we can't see yet, but it will be interesting to know how much they really are making from Africa or from Nigeria in this case. True. Right. So if they are making a lot of money, then Amazon might be like, okay, there's something here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very small market. We can't even say that up to I don't know if up to one percent of Nigerians use Netflix, right? So if it's a if it's a young market, then they probably think there's something there for them. And compared to their e-commerce play, which I would love to know why they are why they want to do that. Um, if they go with Netflix current plans, you know, kind of, I mean, it's really really cheap for most Nigerians, I of no, not most Nigerians now. For some Nigerians, like maybe at two thousand naira a month. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think mm. Amazon targets an elite population. And uh, do they? I don't use Amazon. Is it so even Netflix. Now. So you might argue a lot of things in Netflix favor, but look at Amazon's resurgence in recent memory with really, really dynamic series like The Boys. <laughs> Is it Nigerian? We're talking about Amazon <laughs> and Hollywood here. Yeah. Please let's focus. <laughs> And uh, we would come and do something crazy in Hollywood. Are we, are we remembering uh, Iroko TV that has moved? Like their focus has also moved from to diaspora. Okay, to maybe diaspora. maybe then the target of Amazon would now be to produce with local talent, but with an eye on the diaspora. On the yes, and something something different that we've not seen before. I mean. For me, I think a lot of Nollywood movies in recent times have been trying to reuse tried and tested formulas. And of course, it works. But come on, just give us something different. I mean, Marvel reused a lot of tried and tested formulas. So are you telling me that the Nollywood, the content that Nollywood releases on Netflix now are not great? Okay, okay. I think that's that's That can be argued. Exactly. Wait, but do you watch Nollywood movies? Yes. The reason I watch Nollywood movies now is because they are on Netflix. Not because they are on Netflix, but the Nollywood movies that are on Netflix now has a level of quality compared to what you've been used to. Mm, so in true. a way, having that platform makes them to probably want to do better. Have you mm. have you been watching Nollywood movies outside of Netflix recently? Yeah, mm. I have. I have. And so, to write them about? Um, it, it's... It's I don't know I don't know if it's a, if it's like a yes or no answer but I've seen a few movies that are decent 
or more than decent. But I've also seen. So the way I'm looking at it now is that Iroko TV competing with Iroko TV and not really competing with Netflix. So talent is sort of cheap in Nigeria. Says who? In the in the movie industry, talent is cheap in Nigeria at least to produce. This is not tech. This is not a purely tech rule now. Okay. So you produce in Nigeria here. <laughs> And then you target the Nigerian or African diaspora that keeps on growing. So the moment people leave, they still want that connection to um, to home. And if they can, if they can target that section of the market, they will still be able to make a um, like probably a decent um, dent in the market. I don't know. But as for getting into Africa or getting into Nigeria and competing with Netflix. I think there's still a chance for that because Netflix doesn't really have a um a serious monopoly on the on the entire market. Yes, but they don't. But co- co- thinking of it now, if Amazon Prime decides to do like originals that are great and huge, mm. right, and they take proprietary of it, which means that I can't find it on Netflix, yeah, so it might force True. me to True. go, go to, to Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime and probably mm. create an account and subscribe or share or share password. That's one of the two <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes i think i think this is a move that I, I'm, I'm now seeing reason for the point you made the other time that netflix has not gained a monopoly of the nigerian market mm. it might be popular right yeah. but amazon going this extra length of doing originals with in hollywood then mm. i think it would attract people and it's really great for the talent because you had netflix just netflix to choose from right mm-hmm. but now you have to choose between netflix or amazon prime you go for the person who offers you the best deal. So the Netflix actually has their work cut out for them because I don't know the kind of deals they sign, but if they, except you're signing a multi-year deal where if you sign with me, you can't work for another person. But I can be selling two to three movies to two or three different people. So <laughs> if if Amazon Prime does signs an exclusive deal with Kula Fulayo, mm-hmm. I'm ending my Netflix subscription. Okay. Um, no, that would Amazon. be unfair on the people that. <laughs> no, no please, couldn't have fallen if you are listening to this. <laughs> please, please don't give anybody monopoly. Please, I should be able to find my favorite movies anywhere. Don't okay. do this. Okay. Well, yeah. hopefully, but, I said you. So, is it possible to sign deals with like you create a net? You create a, a movie and then you sell to both um, Amazon and Netflix. I don't know. I don't think so. Probably it might be possible, but yeah, it's possible. But yeah, yeah, they will make less money, Abby. But maybe after a particular time, then you can now share. Maybe uh, you could yeah. just say maybe after two years okay. mm. that it's been on a platform continuously. Then you just then that is when you can can move to another platform. But please, mm. please. Well, this would be a good time, Sha, for you to um, launch your Hollywood career. Um, you have a lot of people bidding. Yeah, bidding. Yeah, that's true. You know, you're talking about um, talent not being cheap. Mm. I think you're right too. <laughs> I think you're right. She's a struggle. Okay, guys. Focus. That's 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 an interesting <laughs> one and an interesting prospect. And of course, uh, if you are listening to this and you know Kulan Fulan Yorok, if Kulan Fulan for some reason is listening to this podcast, please. Help Nifemi's life, but let me tell you, I don't mind. 
I don't mind. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. commitment issue. <laughs> <laughs> See, if the money is good, please go. Exactly. I don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> but if you feel like you like new family yeah, and you want to help her life, yes. As a fan, don't. I'm a huge o- fan. Who new family help? Ah, that was nice. That was nice. We'll continue nice. after we are done with this. That was, that was nice. I told you earlier today that the violence will go around. <laughs> okay, everybody's collecting one by one. <laughs> and uh, if you're outside, please stay safe and try not to collect. It's, yes. not, it's not too safe. And of course, register for your PVC. Let's try to get things right so that all these projections we are making will come to with us. Yes, yes so that you, you can get an Amazon Prime account. Exactly. Yes, you don't have to be sharing passwords yeah. and all of that. I mean, I'm just taking Netflix list. I'm seeing 30,000 subscribers in Malta and Nigeria is not on the list. So, of course. 30,000. Like, Nigeria is not up to 30,000. Yes, we don't. No, no, no. So, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. Of Africa. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, if you're listening to us for the first time, you know where to find us Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Teacher. Bolu, I'm sorry. I just started flowing. <laughs> <laughs> just one day that was not yet. Are you forgotten about me? Yes. No, no. Don't feel bad. I'm sorry. That's okay. Do you want to take your other part? Yes. No longer email us it. or tweet at us. Okay. You want to take it again? I will take it again. Okay. So don't forget to share your thoughts with us with the hashtag Temple Africa Podcast. And so far, so good. We've not received any winner. So if Femi, your questions were too tough. They were not. They are working on it. They are working on it. Okay, that's working on it. Should we give them, we give them to next week? Yes, please. Okay, so we'll give you next week to when just go back to the uh, previous episode, our one hundredth episode, title project filler, and <laughs> you will have a chance to win an awesome reward. Just go back to the episode. And you have till our next podcast episode. If you don't win, I'm going to hold Nifemi responsible for it. Guys, <laughs> save my head. So, yeah. And if you're listening to us for the first time, where can they find us, Bolu? Okay. You can find us on Google Podcasts. <laughs> oh, my God, Bolu. Please. You add your voice to ASMR Please. on YouTube. <laughs> as, as I was saying, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Teacher, Hiat Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. Bye-bye. You Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Teacher, Hiat Radio. <laughs> <laughs>